Hello, welcome back to Let's Travel Baby podcast, the podcast where I teach you how to travel on a feasible budget so you can live out your traveling dreams to voyage the world all within a thousand dollars. Yes, ticket included. All right, so this episode is going to be concerning the food aspect of the trip and I will be teaching you how to eat for less than $30 a day and how to stick to your healthy eating habits even if you're taken out of your daily routine aka the country. So we'll start with the eating right portion first and then we'll go into how you're going to manage this budget and then we'll go into bonus tips and yeah I just like to keep these episodes short and sweet a little thing you can listen to right before you get to the airport you'll know what to do with that being said I know that traveling is like a really touchy subject right now and in America we're like banned from every country other than Pakistan I think um yeah we're allowed like in five countries but this is glass half full baby this is the glass half full podcast and you will know that I'm a very positive person. I think that this is just a blessing in disguise. You're going to get more prepared to travel the world. You're going to know exactly how to save money and you are going to have the best time ever when you're allowed to. So we'll do the eating right portion first and then we'll do the budget portion and then we'll get to the bonus tips. So I want this first tip to be taken with a grain of salt, no pun intended, dot, dot, dot. Take the love out of food. I know. I know. You're like, girl, what? I am out of the country. I'm not trying to take the love out of food. I love food. Yes, I do too. And I love to eat other people's food. <laughs> that sounds so weird. I love to eat other countries' food. But understand that food is a fuel for your body. And when you're not fueling the engine right, it's not going to work as well. So if you're stuffing your face with carbs, you're like, yes, the baguette's two euros, let's eat it, girl. Um, just know that, you know, you get a little tired. Hey, I'm not judging you. Understand that if you're going to want to have a good time and you're going to want to be in the best mood with the best energy as possible, understand that food is fuel. I've had to do this years back when I started to be a vegan and take food really, really seriously. I understood that, especially in America, being American, food is kind of romanticized. It's the center of all social gatherings. It's, you know, always advertised as, you know, an American thing. It's like the food, you know, is there going to be food there? Um, well, I'm going to the party. Let's eat. Like everything is centered around food. And it was really, really hard, especially in American culture, to take that love out of it. Just realize that we tend to center food around a lot of the social gatherings. So food is tied to really, really good memories. Birthday cakes, you know, Valentine's Day chocolate, Christmas dinners. I mean, food is really, really attributed to happiness. And, you know, first dates, that's a restaurant, you know, brunch with, you know, your best friends, you know, the movies, everything is kind of centered around food, but you have to understand that food doesn't make you happy. Those people and those events are making you happy. So understand that that food not, doesn't have anything to do with it. It's just a fuel to what you're doing and a fuel to this life. So I would just take that and understand, okay, I need to fuel my body. I've got to stop eating just for fun or just because I want to, because I tend to do that all the time. Trust me, I just downed some rolls right now. But understand that it's going to supply your energy and it's really going to affect your mood. They say that your gut has 300 to 500 different kinds of bacteria containing 
nearly 2 million genes. Now, I'm no scientist here, but I've done a lot of research on this, and I understand that, you know, if you're fueling your gut with the wrong type of food, a lot of things change. If you're eating the wrong food, it's going to affect your intuition. They've done studies on this. Your gut is, like, really, really smart, and they say, like, your gut is smarter than your brain sometimes. That's why they say gut feeling, like, oh, I have a gut feeling, but my brain tells me different. Your gut is really, really, really special and smart and sacred, so I would just say... If you're feeding your gut the right type of food, it's going to work right and it's going to be there for you when it's fed and taken care of. So I understood this and I was like, okay, so if I'm eating shitty food, that affects my mood, that affects my judgment, that affects my energy. I don't want to bring any of that into the trip. I've got to make this trip the best time ever and it will be. You just got to make sure that you're right. Okay. But with this, I know that you're out of the country, baby. I know that you're going to want to try the Danish, the special cookies in Peru. Like, you're trying to try everything, and I don't judge you for that. And so one of my best tips is to eat one bite of good food and one bite of bad. I've done this for years. This is kind of how I combat, you know, the drinking, (laughs) you know, as an early 20-year-old. The fast food runs after, you know, I get it. So I do this a lot with fiber and sugar so when you eat soluble fiber it combats the sugar so let's say that you know this you know healthy cookie has 16 grams of sugar and you have six grams of soluble fiber you'll actually only take in 10 grams of sugar it literally combats it like it is it minuses it it's it's gone so understand that you know if you're going to be eating, you know, a Danish and it might be affecting your gut and your, you know, mood a little bit, just realize that you can have a little salad. Okay. You can do that. That's easy. That's literally no problem. Danish salad, Danish salad, Danish salad. That's nothing. So this also is a great thing because this tricks your brain into thinking that you just had over 40 Danishes. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like the fiber really tricks your brain into being like, whoo, I'm full. Ooh, have you ever eaten an apple before? That fiber will trick your brain. An apple is like freaking five calories. Like, So this is also great for hangovers. I understand all of my audiences, they tend to be in their 18 to 25. The hangover cure, you know, breakfast parfait to fight off that wine in Italy. I got you. Just make sure you combat it. Another great question to ask yourself is, how many cheat meals can you do before you start feeling the effects? And this is all just part of, you know, getting to know your body, getting to know beforehand what your body can take in and how it affects you. So I understand that traveling is really, really precious and I really, really take it seriously. And I understand that I want to be in the best mood and shape possible to enjoy it to 100% maximum. So this is a great question to ask yourself before traveling. Let's say, you know, you can have two to three cheat meals before you start feeling like, oh, I need to take a nap. I feel groggy. Oh, that pain, that swelling in my knee is coming back. Just, you know, just understand, okay, maybe we can do Saturday. We'll do a little crazy meal. Sunday, you know, I'll do the alcohol. It's like just all kind of taking it into consideration. Another great tip is to eat spicy food. And this is a great challenge in a new country because you're trying new stuff. Um, But this also does a great thing to your body. It allows you to drink two to three times more water as you likely would. And you guys know that you'd be using that reusable water bottle I tell you about 
So this is really great because not only is spicy food tricking your body into drinking more water, which curbs hunger and hydrates you, spicy food actually helps your immune system. It's slightly poisonous and that's why it stings and kind of makes you feel crazy because it does help your immune system kind of be like, okay, that's a little bit of a poison. It's almost like a flu shot in a form of food. And this is especially good when you're in a new country because your immunity does need an extra boost. So spicy food, I recommend all the time. So this leads me into the next part, which is your budget. So food can be one of the most expensive parts of traveling. And I recommend spending no more than $30 a day on food. Yes, it is possible and I think you can do it. It's around $10 a meal. So that's $10 a meal. Cut out the crazy drinks, stick to your hydrating weapon, your reusable water bottle. I'm going to preach this like the choir, baby. Like this is so important to have. Not only do you save money, you can spend like five to $10 on two water bottles, you know, out of the country. Like just understand that this helps the environment. This is going to be really smart because you want to be hydrated during a trip you want to take everything in on 100% and you're going to be saving a lot of money and most of the time restaurants and cafes are really really accepting of kind of like hey can you just fill up this uh, tap water really quick dude that saves you like five bucks like just say <laughs> oh hi sister just say hey can you fill up this you know but also that being said, I recommend checking if the tap water is safe to drink. Spending three days bedridden in Colombia was not fun for me. I did not know you could not drink the tap water, and I was... Uh, yeah, it was really bad. So, um, yeah, just doing a little quick Google search will save you a lot. Trust me. Um, stick to cheap breakfasts and splurge on the big lunches for energy. So, understand that breakfast is a really important part of the day can tend to be a little bit expensive breakfast it doesn't really matter what time you eat in the day breakfast is breaking your fast you've fasted all night just know that you got to feel it right so so this is also going to prevent the insulin spike so you're breaking the fast if you eat a ton of sugar it's gonna spike your insulin up which is not good trust me so my best bet is to eat something that's low in sugar low in salt something that's gonna not spike your insulin because you are breaking that fast i remember watching this video and he was kind of like do you guys understand american breakfast is like literally dessert he was like explaining how like pancakes are basically just like flattened cupcakes and you know hash browns and you know potatoes are literally fries it's like would you eat a cupcake and fries for breakfast no that's so bad but pancakes and hash browns are great like what the what so just understand that you've got to be careful with spiking that insulin and just making sure that it's all good and you're gonna have the energy for the rest of the day and also what you eat in the morning determines what you're gonna eat for the rest of the day so let's say you eat something really really bad in the morning you're gonna be wanting to crave that for the rest of the day if you eat something healthy it changes that habit eating healthy is uh, a major keystone habit by keystone habit i mean that when you implement a keystone habit like reading meditating exercise it starts to trickle down to other great habits so you know when you just got back from a great run you're like mm, i kind of feel like i want to eat something healthy that's what it's for i do cheap breakfasts i like to do fruit um i like to do coffee and fruit in the morning and then i'll splurge on the big lunch I know that splurging on a big dinner sounds really appetizing. Oh my god, no pun intended. But lunch and dinner tend to have the same menus, but 
dinner is charged more for that dinner fee there's also this thing called like like a service fee and stuff and like just dinner tends to be more expensive and um I would just recommend doing the big splurge on the lunch rather than the dinner. It's going to save you money, but you're going to eat the same food. So my next tip as young adults, I know that alcohol can be so, so enticing when you're traveling. And with this, I also know that I can add 5 to $10 into your tab. So I know you're going to want to remember it. So stick to wanting to remember the trip and just try to avoid it. I know it's really, really hard, but I have gotten drunk over the country and I just didn't like it because I wanted to have these memories for the rest of my life and I barely remembered it. So you can always find cheaper alcohol in stores. There's always those mini wine bottles. They're going to be like $3, not $7 with your pasta in Italy. So just understand that you can always find it cheaper if you really have the urge to be drunk in another country. Oh, so aesthetic. Oh, okay. I think that's time for bonus tips. So I have three bonus tips. These are tips that I have implemented way before traveling, and this is just how I stick to being healthy. So my first tip is to use a non-dairy creamer in coffee. The milk in coffee actually combats the caffeine a lot. It lowers it. So with non-dairy creamer, you can actually have more caffeine and Number two is to have tea instead of coffee if you have a lot of anxiety. Um, caffeine can actually raise your anxiety and make you feel even more anxious, which is not a great way to start the day in traveling and just in life. Tea can actually help you calm down if you're nervous. And number three is the more colorful your plate is, the more healthier it most likely is. And unless you're eating gushers, then discount that. But that, I just like to keep these episodes short and sweet. No pun intended again. Oh my god. Thank you so much for listening. My Instagram is katielala with three E's. If you have any questions or concerns or need help planning a trip, baby, I got you. I will see you in the next episode next week. Bye, guys.